Good morning, beautiful people. How are you doing today? It's your girl Kay back in the house. And that's what I love about this podcast thing. You be chilling in your house at your home office, whatever, with your coffee, your Bastello, in your good house underwear, and you get this powerful information. I'm feeling hyped today on the real. And side note, the feedback I've been getting about Black Therapy Uncensored overall, listeners are appreciating the real. And sometimes it may come at you hard. And sometimes it may wake you up from what you thought was a sweet dream. But if you're in that growth mindset, like we all are, and like we talked about in plenty of episodes, you're going to appreciate the realness of Black Therapy Uncensored, which is now available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, and just to name many more. All right, so let's get it going because we have a special guest today and a controversial topic that ain't always easy for people. So we're going to have some fun like we always do and walk you through it. So first, let me get to my guests. If you were in the studio with me, you would see me throwing up air quotes because she's a guest in the sense that she hasn't been on the show until today, but I've been collaborating with her, with this sister, my boo bestie for years now on different forums, platforms, live seminars, health fairs. We have done it all. And she's a New York state licensed social worker, right? We're thick as thieves. And she's my professional collaborator. Anytime I got an issue, I refer to her because she knows her ish. And I got to go to people that know their ish and not playing around. And so with that, men, tell the people what you want them to know about you. Then we'll get into this topic. Yes, yes. I love that intro. So good. This is your girl, Men. I know Kate brought me up before. I'm her homegirl with the quirky cadence. I got to address it because I ain't going to lie. I threw myself on tape for the first time yesterday. with the Rachel about tape like it's the 1990s. <laughs> I love it, though. Yes. But uh, I am from New York. I'm a New York State licensed social worker. And uh, let's just say I grew up in a certain part of New York that uh, it lends a certain key to your voice. So people comment on it a lot. But um, don't let that affect uh, the flow. And what I have to say, I have been working with all different populations throughout the years. Uh, addicts uh, still struggling with active addiction and recovery. The adolescent population with anxiety, so I always say I'm drawn to, like, AIDS for some reason. And then the other thing that I noticed that I want to bring up, and I know that Kay can speak on this also, excuse me, is that one thing that comes up all the time when I meet with people is, you know, I never thought I would do this therapy thing. Well, I'm not really into therapy. That's not something I would really do. And boom, then they come out with, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. No, it's true. I've had that happen to me. You know, people have this um, image of what therapy is like, you know, they based on TV shows we've seen from in the past and even modern day shows still have the same image of the therapist. You know, you sit on the comfy couch and your therapist has a notepad and they have a pen and they're talking to you. And listen, that's good sometimes. But for the most part, no one wants to sit down with someone that is continuously taking notes on them because you're going to be like, yo, are you hearing me? Are you listening to me? Like, 
yes, as therapists, there's going to be moments where we have to jot things down. But if your therapist is legit sitting down there with a sheet of paper, writing down everything you are saying from beginning to end, I would tell you to get up and exit stage left. So I'm just like, that's a red flag. I'm just letting you know now. Yeah. All right. So you want to tell the people how we linked up so we can get to today's topic. Yeah, you know what, I actually think that that speaks to it right there, one of the things that you said. First of all, I think we just flow off of each other, but also, once we, we, so we've been working together for many years now, many years now, and sometimes I used to have the team say how many, but uh, they, it shows how much experience we got, so we've been working together for like 15 plus years now, and, and first, you know, those of you out there, that's what I like about this show, you're going to get a sprinkling of all different personality types different ways of being, I tend to be a little more, I'm like what you call a crab, I'm slow to warm up, you know what I mean, I tend to be to myself, I just kind of stay in the back and and observe, and it's worked well as far as my work, but in working with Kay, just like what she said about her style, I feel like, oh, homegirl's real, she really knows her stuff, Mm -hmm. she's about, you know, everything clinically, and what I really like, and that's what drew me into wanting to be a part of Black Therapy Uncensored, is that she really brings it to you the way it is. And that's how I do my therapy, and that's how I am with my clients. And so with that, we just linked up naturally, really. Okay, all right. And today's topic is a difficult one for a lot of people. And why? Because, you know, people tend to be creatures of habit, quote unquote, and we find comfort in the familiar. Sometimes, even if it ain't so good for us, right, we're going to hit y'all with the throwing out the trash. Okay. So taking the toxicity out of your life. And it's not to say that anyone is trash. I mean, you may have a couple of trash people in your life, but we know a lot of y'all out there nodding your heads because we can all relate to a time in a relationship, a friendship, work relationship, when we realize that this just ain't working for me. Something about this dynamic isn't adding positivity to my life. And let me just, you know, slow down there before I get into the rest is, you know, this podcast is about prescription of positivity. So if it ain't adding to your life, then you need to start subtracting it. So to be clear, that's what we mean when we say throwing out the trash. And so, men, it's going to give you all a little bit more information. What are some skill sets for these people out here? Yeah, before before we get to the skill sets, I'm just glad that you even spoke on that because I'm going to talk on it a little bit, and then Kay will find mm-hmm. you what mm-hmm. being toxic even is. But, excuse me, in the age of social media, and especially today, much like Kay said, we're not calling anybody trash, but you have to recognize when somebody maybe uh, partaking in a certain function in your life. So in your life space at that time, that's the function that they're taking on, okay? And so especially in the age of social media, Instagram, all those things that that brings, if you start to notice that a person plays a thing, it's really taking away from your potential. They're pulling away from your positivity. I use alliterations a lot because it helps people remember. So if you notice that they're taking, pulling away from your potential, taking away from your positivity, you got to let that go. Okay? We're in yeah, the age of yeah, COVID, yeah. so everybody keeps joking. We have the luxury of time. We're not it, it, it ain't a joke. Right, no. But one of the things we keep saying is that we have the luxury of time. 
thing that I want to say, and even in COVID time, this is one luxury you don't have because especially now when you're homebound, when hopefully you're in a growth mindset, mm-hmm. when you get your mind right, mm-hmm. you can't have time. You don't have space to have time in your life, especially not now. No, I hear you. Especially yeah, no. Now is definitely now is not the time, you know. Um you know, the, you wouldn't want to have a, you know, a kitchen full of trash waiting to be taken out. Like we don't you don't want to do that. You wouldn't hold kitchen trash in your house cuz what would happen after a while? It would stink. You would have animals, you would have unwanted things, and that's kind of like some of these toxic relationships. Over time, they're not good for you and you get unwanted things in your life. Anger, angriness, bitterness, Ah, I'm I'm hitting the nerve with some people. You we got to make the correlation there. So no, nah, I agree. So it's cool to explore the whys and hows that allow people to let this happen to them. But how are we going to help our listeners cut? You need to cut it the toxicity out. All right. So this is Black Therapy Uncensored, and you know we got you covered. So we're going to hit y'all with some simple skills to start. Are you ready? All righty. I hope the listeners are ready, right? They better be ready because, I mean, get out your little pen and paper, whatever you drop notes on. If it's the notes uh, portion of your phone, your iPhone, your Android, because, you know, some people, I'm old school. I'm, I'm pen to paper and I'm going to put it down, but some people are, may not be old school. All righty. Min, let's get into it for them. Well, I'm glad you touched on one main thing because, and again, you all are going to be like, this girl is always bringing it back. What's she always bringing it back for? <laughs> but I want to highlight one thing. Okay, said, are you ready? And that part's important because anytime you're listening to Black Therapy Uncensored, and of course I listen. Yeah. And so I've heard Kate speak on this before. You know, you can't listen to it, you know, you in your car, you nod your head, like, yeah, good. Good, I like this, blah, blah. But like what Kay said, you're not putting it to action. You're not applying. So especially this episode, you, you better be ready. You better take some time. You got it, yeah. You better think about the relationships or the circumstances that you're going to address. And you better be ready to take action. Because at first, in, in my mind, and in, in my, my notes, I had said a lot of this isn't easy. But basically, doing this, period, it, it's not an easy thing at all. So I'm glad that you touched on that. Yeah. Listen, we got to preach to them and there's no time like the present, especially since we do have the luxury of time to be working for ourselves. First, we're going to define like we always do on Black Therapy Uncensored so you have an understanding of the topic that we're getting into. So you're not like, oh my gosh, well, I don't remember what toxic, let me, toxic, what does that mean? Am I toxic? Toxic is straight up, again, we search the definition, Okay. The first word that comes up is poisonous, toxic, poisonous. And then it goes on to say something very harmful or bad. Now, I know when we hear toxic, a lot of people don't flinch. But if you heard poisonous, if you heard harmful or bad, you're going to be like, yo, I don't want that in my life. I don't want that at all. I don't want anything that's bad. I don't want anything that's harmful. And I really don't want anything that's poisonous. If we think about food, you know, sometimes, and, you know, I've had trainers do this with me, is in order to get me to change my eating habits, they won't say, oh, you're putting toxins in your body because you hear that you brush it off. But they'd be like, you're putting poison in your body. No one's intentionally wanting to put poison in your body. 
But when you phrase it yeah. that way, you you change people. You know? Yeah, that is such a good way of putting it. And I love what you said as far as changing the mindset. Because, yeah, this was also in my notes. You know, I get a little scared sometimes of the word toxic. Right, right. Because, yes, as I referenced this before, you know, back in the day in the 90s, there was a conference that we were in 2000. Sometimes you hear that word and it almost has like a sexy connotation. Mm-hmm. It's pop culture. Right, right. So, yes, and as you hear toxic and you think, oh, that might mean mysterious or whatever. No, 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 no. Toxicity is exactly what Kay said. It is poisonous. Okay, what we're talking about within our mental health, it is poisonous and it's something harmful to you. Right. So, when you think about negative energy, do you want to bring anything poisonous, just like Kay said, into your realm? Think about energy and what draws what? Negativity draws negativity. Mm-hmm. More poison, and I love that Kay brings you the visual, like with the food when you were talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. If somebody told me you're putting toxins in your body, I'd be like, well, okay. But they brought out a bag, Mm -hmm. told me a bag of damn garbage, and said, this is what you're eating every day, that's going to have you different. Right, right. Yeah. And I know people are listening to this and they've heard me time and time again make food references or body references. I'm not body shaming anybody, but a girl is hungry. And so that's usually the first thought on my mind. But let's get right back into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. No, I hear you. I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what are we going to do about it? So first things is always first before you even take action. And you know, we cheering you on here at Black Therapy Uncensored. All right. You're in that mind space. You have to assess. So write that down. Jot it down. You have to assess. And what do we mean by assess? Alrighty, I'm going to give it to you and then Min's going to tell me if I'm giving it to him. You have to take the time and y'all been listening. You know, I've been telling you that you must invest time in yourself. So you have to really take the time to break down each circumstance. And so it may be helpful to start with the ones bringing the most stress in your life. Those that are close to you, those who are immediate, okay, or for you, or for you, you may need to start with something a little softer so you don't overwhelm yourself. So something you can manage a little bit easier, okay? And the bottom line is look at your relationships, your interpersonal interactions, one relationship at a time and think, what is this person's circumstance bringing in my into my life right now yeah yeah i want to highlight that so importantly because notice case that right now we're talking about the present and i think this is so important because a lot of times people go back into their mind well we've been best friends between kids he was my high school sweetheart mm-hmm. listen you have to when you talk about his death and we're as we go on through the podcast, you'll hear us say reassess. Anytime you're assessing, you're constantly reassessing. So what was once may have been a beautiful relationship or perfect for your growth at a certain time in your life, think about, just think about that statement. He or she or they were my high school sweetheart. Yeah, well, your Bahamas in high school. Mm-hmm. You're 30-something years old. 
for real. What was good for your growth then may not be good for your growth now. Exactly. So Right. Now. Right. No, I hear you. I I totally agree. You know, people holding on to these dead weight relationships because they, you know, they have they had time together. That don't mean nothing. That don't mean nothing in the the grand scope of things. I'm I'm a, I'm a person that's all about time. So, I'm not going to be a person that knows you for 6 months and be like, "Oh my gosh, you're my favorite person in the whole wide world." But if I known you for 20 years and for 15 out of those 20 years you ain't been shit, like I'm gonna let you go. Right. But exactly. You don't have no history that the whole time you ain't been a part of my life. You mm-hmm. haven't been, uh, uh, you know, something influential, something positive lending to my life. Right. So that's, that's just something to think about. And that whole argument when you were dead, oh, well, something's better than nothing. Right, well, nah, right. That ain't it all the time. Something ain't always better than nothing. Right, right. right. Life, again, we're talking about poison. So if I'm bringing something poisonous into my life, because, oh, I feel like, and I'll be real with y'all, I am 40. Because I feel like I'm 40. And when I was growing up, everyone, sport, everyone I knew who was 40 was married, so I should be married. So I say, let me just let the first buster off the street come in and let's do this. We just said, though, how is something better than nothing if it's poison? Right, okay? Working right. Working for yourself isn't nothing. So, you know, we're, we're giving you some real stuff. So right. All right, and so that's the first step right there. You have now at this time in your life to find the PPT. And I didn't say PYT. I didn't say pretty young thing. You have to find the person, place, or thing as toxic. So bottom line, they are not advancing your growth. You can go back to the definition for that one to kind of help you out. And when I say not advancing your growth, the, the toxic person, and some of y'all going to feel this, the toxic person could be you. You could be not advancing your growth, but y'all ain't ready to hear that conversation yet. So we gonna keep moving it forward, men, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> That's what we do here, at Black Therapy Uncensored. I'd be like, "Wow, you said some. That is really good." But I'm realizing it's for the people and not for me in the moment. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. I'm back. Right. Alrighty, so we know this episode is going to sound easy because there aren't that many steps, but the f- this first one alone, assessment, takes time. So it can be painful and eye-open, and actually it usually is. So you could be a, in, this, in the state of assessment for a while because you might go back and forth between, should I get rid of them? Should I not get rid of them? All signs point to like, they, they this is not advancing my growth, but there's always that but. And if that but in there is really heavy, no pun intended on real people's dairy ears, but uh, then yeah. you're going to keep flip-flopping between the should I or should I not? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. And, that, and that's So step two, take action. All right. So 
podcast again seems this podcast seems the most logical, the most quote unquote common sense, so to speak, but it's probably one of the hardest things to do because to go back to the beginning, like I said before, like we stated before, we are creatures of habit. We get caught in the, I should have a husband by now. I should have this by now. And so we settle for less by now. I'm going to tell you, there is no playbook to life of when things should happen. There's a lot of shoulda, coulda, wouldas going on, and ain't a lot of stuff go actually going on. There's a lot of people who do have that mindset of, man, I should have a husband by now. I'm damn near pushing 40. I should have a husband. I should have a kid by now. Listen, if you don't have the husband, that's fine. If you, and to my male listeners, if you don't have the wife by now, that's fine. To all my LGBQ, if you don't got the spouse by now, that is fine. That is a-okay. If you don't got the kid by, it's fine. Nothing is saying that you have to have it by a certain time. You, you, you don't. It's okay. And then what happens is because people feel this pressure, whether it's external or internal, then they settle for the less by now. So you stay in that dead-end relationship that doesn't lead to marriage, but marriage is something that you wanted. Or you end up having a baby with somebody that you didn't really, if you had really thought it out, it's probably someone you shouldn't have a baby with or should have had a couple of babies with. So you know, you got to digest that a little bit, right? And so you have to take action. And that means exactly what it says. You have to remove the person from your life. And so men can speak more on that because I was kind of going into a little preaching for a moment. So Yeah, no, and, and, and I was with it. I was with it because quickly, like I said, I am 40, so I'm there. And when I say it, there's a certain natural clock. You know, I'm also not going to lie to y'all. Certain things just ain't going to happen mm-hmm. at 60 years old. Right. But I know one thing I'll, I'll, I always tell myself, and then I'll get into uh, the other part that's important, is I let things go when I realize, God, my life was written before I was even born. Right. So if I'm going to have a child, if I'm not going to have a child, whatever it is, that was written long before I was even here. Right. Once I really held on to that, boom, whatever power you believe in, that was already written. Right. So you can kind of let that piece go and realize, nah, I'm not just going to get out here with any old fool off the street because, again, I'm 40 years old. Right, but right. But as far as the action piece, here's what's important because you have to kind of divide it into two categories. You got, when you're as far as taking action and taking these people out of your life, you got your Friday night homegirl that calls you up Friday night for advice about her, you know, dude off the street that mm-hmm. doesn't and treats her terrible and then you give her the real but then she don't have time for you. Now that's someone that you can just, I'm going to put it to you straight up, if you're really about moving forward, you need to just cut that person out your life, period. Cut her loose. Then, we do have some people, you know, it might be a mother-in-law, it might be a supervisor where you have less of a choice in the situation. Okay, y'all feel me with me? Mm-hmm. But there are still ways action. That's why we said action. We didn't say lob off their head. We didn't say, you know, uh, complete removal. We said take action. Because let's say it is your mother-in-law, okay? Now, if you want to stay married, you're probably going to have to still have some interaction with her. Right, right. You can still affect the action that you take. I'm going to limit my interaction with this person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that. Maybe I'll add a little humor to it. 
I'm going to lower my expectations. Lowering expectations in this sense doesn't mean accepting any treatment. It actually means the opposite. Mm -hmm. It means I know homegirl, you know, comes for me. I know she comes to me with a little snipe. So when I go to her house on Easter Sunday, I'm not going to go there thinking, you know, looking for the compliments and the this and the that. Mm-hmm. That's what that means in that sense. Right. So you, that's the next thing you have to do when you're talking about action. Decide, is this, you know, one of your homegirls or your dudes or your people that, you know what, y'all are just good for standing around together and really not even uplifting each other and getting into each other and getting positivity. Exactly. That person, honestly, you need to just make moves as far as cutting them out, period. Right, and right. Then, like we said, if it's someone that there's less of a choice, then we get into the taking action where you still need to take some action, but it could be involved in limiting the interaction, yeah. adding humor into things, setting boundaries around things. Right, right. You know, hitting them with some of that. that right. No, that absolutely makes sense. That makes so. Um, I agree with you. You got to take action. You got to plan out the steps of how is this going to look and work towards those steps. Like you got to put them into play. It's 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 scary to do so, but nothing changes if you don't take action. And so then that brings us to the final step, which is maintenance. And so this goes back to my application point. You know, little jingle, little saying I've been I came up with on a whim. You know, listen, learn, apply. So you've listened, you've learned, and so now we have to apply, okay? And you know the importance of application, You how you have to take the skills that we bring to you and apply them to your day-to-day with toxic people, places, things, okay? Listen, maintenance is a similar concept. And we know it can be difficult. It's hard to sever ties with people that have been in your life or a way of life that you have known for a long time. But once you have assessed and find that it brings you no good, it's time to sever that tie, period. It's just like, and Mignon can attest to this, when we're all in our 20s, well, unless you're 20 now, but <laughs> for people in me and Mignon's age group, when you're in your 20s, like you're into that party lifestyle, right? And we're all in the clubs and we're in the lounges and we're buying bottles like we're rich people, but really not rich people, okay? And then somewhere along in 30, you're like, I can't do this anymore. You may do it briefly or it changes to day parties or you're just like, I'm not on that wavelength anymore. And so removing toxic people would be like, you would have to remove all the people that you was partying with. It's either they're going to grow with you or you got to leave them behind. And that's the whole maintenance piece. You got to just main, maintain that and, and stick to your guns on that. Like, this is who I am. This is what I want to be. Now I'm going to maintain this lifestyle, this new way of life for me because it's healthier and it's more positive. And that's where we want to be at with that point. Yeah. 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 And to bring it back again and, and, Food is funny because I'm not even like really a foodie. Right. But I just feel like we all grew up with that, those analogies and hearing those things, especially they reference when we grew up. Yeah. Babies, yeah. It was always the, the time of the diet. So uh, it's just easy for me to use a lot of food references. So again, with the maintenance, that's the whole thing where they say diet is the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they don't even like to use the word diet anymore. So maintenance is really one of the key pieces. I mean, when you when you break them all up, they all are. Right. But at the end of the day, if you did your 
you're assessing. You did your homework. You were writing pros and cons with right. You were doing your thing. Then you took some action. You were like, yeah, I had mm-hmm. the moment. We had our, you know, a, a productive moment of confrontation where I let them know you don't want positivity to my life. But then every time you have a weak moment, you let, you know, home girl, home boy back in. You're not maintaining. Right. Not maintaining. Exactly. And every time you do that, it's not just that, oh, I took a phone call. Think again back to what Kate said. You didn't just take a phone call from them. You let boys come back in your life. Right. Right. Nope. Uh- Listen, girl, you better you better start preaching like in the Caribbean, like how we would say, because, you know, this is also for my West Indian people. Big ups. Right. My mom would always say, you know, you're backsliding and backsliding means like you keep going, you keep going back. You keep going back. You, you you go an inch forward. You take two two steps forward, and that like Mignon is saying, that person calls you or they send you a text, and all of a sudden you you back in their their web of deceit and manipulation or or whatever their lifestyle is. And the maintenance part is sticking to your guns and being like, "Yo, I'm good. I hope you're doing good," and leaving it at that and not engaging in anything else. You know. So hey. It, Listen, I got you. We got to preach. We preaching here on Black Therapy Uncensored. We're going to take you to church sometimes. We're going to say some things that ain't a little, that a little harsh, that may hit you to the core. But that is literally what it's all about. So let's go back through it. So you want to assess. That's step one. That's for all cases. You want to take action. Okay. So you plan out some steps of how you're going to do this. And then you want to maintain, stay the course and then reassess the situation. Cause you never know if it's coming down to a person, you and another person, the reassessment could be maybe they're growing and you're growing. And so at this moment you all can't be together, but if you reassess, there might be a later date and time where you can be friends again, or a relationship may work out. Cause now you're two different people that are more positive, that are more healthy and are more, workable with each other. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean okay, the point about your mom is back, but I'm just, ooh, I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. You got a constant, and we say this all the time in therapy, it's never just assessment, it's reassessment. Right. So constantly reassessment. Right. Right. Thinking about it. But again, don't, don't let that point come back into your life. No. Right. They got a whole song about it. There's a whole song about it. Belle Biv DeVoe, Poison. That girl is poison. Like, we all listen to it and jam to it. But if you really listen to the lyrics, it's just like, she's no good for him. So, but he still wants it. And that's the whole maintenance part. Yeah. You know it's no good. It might seem like it's good, but you you know it's poison. Don't do it. Don't do it. You know what's going to happen. All righty. So, Thank you, Min, for being a guest today on Black Therapy Uncensored. I don't want to say a guest. Thank you for being my co-host today because I think it's it's kind of dope. We're going to do this again. If you liked Min, that's, listen, she'll be back. Don't worry about it. She's also in the, in the background. She's, well, I don't want to say background. She's my right-hand woman, I shall say. So she's, you know, assisting me. But um, how you feeling, Min? I love it. I love being here again. It's a girl with quirky, quick Kate. It comes down a little like, what's going on? Yep. Like, hey, we hit you with the real. You got the realness today. Right. Yeah. 
I feel I'm feeling I'm feeling pumped myself. Like I'm like, okay, we dropped the little gems. We everyone got their little prescription of positivity. Now we could go out and live live healthy lifestyles. All righty. So we're gonna end here on this note. You can catch this on the playback, Black Therapy Uncensored. Remember to subscribe wherever podcasts are available. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We are now also on Breaker and Outcast, so you can catch us there. Um, Yes, yes, the podcast is being picked up, so you don't want to miss it. So eventually we'll be be, uh, in other places, and you can catch us in all different uh, audio, audio apps, online, on your phone, wherever podcasts are available. So it's your girl K signing out now. One love. Peace. Looking for a way to start your podcast or boost your existing podcast? Download Anchor app today available in the App Store or in Google Play for all for your iPhone and for your Android users. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. The tools they provide allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it'll be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple, Google, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That means if you have less than five listeners, you can make money from your podcast. Again, download Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. What are you waiting for? Download the app right now. Available in the App Store or Google Play.